Welcome. This is the Caution Glenboig Parish Church's audio service for Sunday the 3rd of May. I'm Dave Slater and I'm delighted to have a number of people involved in sharing this service with me. Later we'll hear Barbara Miller from Glenboig give our reading, Mark McKeown, our interim moderator, share his reflections with us, and Henry Ewart from Gartkosh lead us in prayers for others. I'm also thankful to Tom Lever for his work with me to provide some more sung worship. You can download the order of service for the words, or perhaps if you have a hymn book at home, you might look up, tell me the old, old story, and the Lord's my shepherd. You may even know them off by heart. In John's Gospel, chapter 10, Jesus describes himself as the gate for the sheep. Whoever enters through me will be saved, will come in and go out and find pasture. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. He also describes himself as the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep and is known by them. Wherever and however you're listening to this, online via our Facebook page, or dialing up through the telephone service, or perhaps in more ways as we try to spread the reach of our worship. We may feel a need of a shepherd to give guidance, or a gate and a known way to go through in uncertain times. It's good to think back to what we believe, what we have believed, to reflect on whether we might choose to believe, to listen again to the great old story, not old and therefore to be thrown out, so much as old, long-standing, depended on by generations before us, by many around us, and we trust generations to come. So let's sing the hymn, Tell Me the Old, Old Story. Story say. 
take some time to pray and as we do so we'll conclude with the words of the Lord's Prayer which you could join in and say along with the recording. If you're not normally with us we usually use a traditional form with some these and thys and using debts and debtors. However if you're more comfortable and more familiar with a different translation feel free to pray in the way that comes most naturally and we come together again at the end. Let's pray. Gracious God and loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us to this point in another week. Perhaps in listening we fall into two different groups, those who are finding that they have lots of time and can struggle perhaps to fill it, and those such as key frontline workers in healthcare or the other essentials of life who are struggling to fit it all in, especially if there is also a need to support home and online learning among our families and young people or a difficulty in getting the shopping that we would normally want, or other challenges. Here today, just now, whenever we're listening, help us to take this time apart, a break from whatever our norm currently is, to ground ourselves once more, to take time to think of the old story, the words that your people have recorded, the scriptures that you have inspired, breathed out to your prophets and priests, pastors and teachers, the guidance that you have given us for life. Help us in this time apart, maybe listening alongside doing another activity or maybe focusing all our being on worship, on listening for your voice, to know and to learn how we can live, to live fully, to live better in the strange times where and when we are. Give us ears to hear your voice, eyes to see you in the world around us, hearts to love you and your people as much as you love us. Bless us, lead us, and help us to respond to you. For we pray in Jesus' name, and using the pattern of prayer he shared with his disciples, we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever. Amen.
So we do welcome all listening and joining with us today on Sunday the 3rd or indeed any time through the week or uh, those who are online have the opportunity to go back and listen uh, in future weeks. So uh, wherever, whenever you're listening, you are welcome. Remember to tune in to our Facebook page this Sunday afternoon again uh, from 4pm if you're able. I'll be once again going live with a cup of tea, perhaps something to eat, you never know. Uh, just to chat uh, and link in and see uh, how people are getting on. Uh, last week it was a lovely afternoon. I was able to do it outside. Um, we had people from oh Canada and India and Kirkintilloch, uh, uh, all the Ertz and Pets, uh, joining in. We had some su- hymn suggestions, which uh, we haven't included today, but we will be working on including for future weeks. And I'm also happy for people to send me messages uh, if you want things to be included in the recorded service. Uh, Our current pattern is recording usually during the day on a Friday. So um, if you can get things to me by Thursday, they could go into the recorded service, sometimes Friday morning as well. Uh, Send me things to chat about on Facebook Live. Otherwise, you'll just have me talking about myself, uh, which is uh, not always what you want. And uh, indeed, let me know if a Sunday afternoon is the best time for Facebook Live. I did say I would consider doing things uh, midweek. It's just this last week wasn't possible to try that out. Um, what else might you want me to do? Um, as you know, I'm still building up my hours uh, as I'm on phased return to work. I'm trying not to leap into too many new things and commitments too soon, uh, but I am willing to hear of suggestions. Uh, as we go into May, uh, the Challenge is to move up from one to two days uh, a week uh, work to three days a week working. Uh, but again, I'm kind of spreading that out across the week. So uh, don't feel as a day that you currently can't contact me on. I do intend to uh, be a bit more stringent and strict with my uh, days off time when I get back up to full time. But at the moment, uh, I'm just spreading it around in the week. Do remember to spread the word about this service. People can listen uh, to this service by dialing in by phone. Uh, if you are dialing in by phone, you will know that it's 01236, a local num- rate number for those in uh, parts of, of North Lanarkshire, um, 809095. And again, at weekends, for many people, there's no additional cost for an extra local call. Uh, on mobiles, there'll be inclusive minutes that you can use on that. The update usually happens on a Saturday uh, later on in the day. Um, so when you dial in, you'll only really get the most recent service um, up to the, the previous uh, Sunday uh, until that Saturday afternoon or evening. Um, but if you are online, then you can choose, as I say, to hear previous weeks. Um, but especially do remember any neighbours, any family members you know who don't have internet access who would find this service helpful uh, and useful. Uh, have a think about your, your neighbours and friends uh, and say, oh, do you, do you have any church service? Uh, would you like something? And again, if there are people who are maybe uh, by themselves and who might be tuning in uh, and want a little shout out, even if it's not their birthday or they don't have any news, then let me know and I'm happy to do that. Also, to remind you, we have a church WhatsApp group, members and he- adherents and regulars, Parts of the church family of both congregations uh, may wish to join in with that. And myself or Catherine, uh, you can contact to be added into the group. 
also uh, under the heading of news time, uh, Rhys from Glen Boyg shared with us on the Facebook Live last Sunday afternoon about his swimming certificate arriving in the post at, I think it was level three. So well done, Rhys. A round of applause. And level four is going to be worked on when you can get back to swimming. Uh, so we look forward to hearing about that. In other news, I hear that for Gartkosh Primary School, at any rate, the P6s, who will be P7 next year, now know who their buddies for the new P1 will be, and vice versa, a sort of um, helping and support system that, that they have. Uh, I'm sure uh, there was some excitement in our house and perhaps in many others. Uh, the other schools in our area I haven't heard so much from. Well, I know there's plenty going on at Glenboyg Primary Um things to do with, uh, was it basketball training at home I saw uh, and uh, and trialling the use of Zoom uh, for some of their uh, work so uh, great to hear things going on in Glenboig as well um, Christon Primary I haven't heard anything from this time but I know that we have a few who normally go to Christon now some birthdays that I'm aware of, again feel free to let me know with any shout outs you'd like in future weeks I mentioned quite a few last week doing a bit of a catch-up, but in April I think I had missed out saying uh, Telford Mullen and Lisa Ritz. Uh, so uh, these were, it was actually I was looking back some uh, correspondence from a previous year uh, when somebody else had been there and I'd forgotten that, that Telford and Lisa were this time of year. So happy birthday uh, to you both. And into this first week of May coming, uh, I want to say happy birthday to Helen Sitch. Helen's a relative of the Sloan family, uh, who many will remember from Glenboig, who's been interacting with our Facebook page recently. I don't know if she's listening to the services, but happy birthday to you, Helen. To Maria McShannon, Maria in Glenboig. To Betty Blades, uh, Gartkosh. And uh, I also mentioned last week, but I think it was a week early, uh, Lorna Campbell and Jean Dunsmore. So... To anyone who's celebrating a birthday, a very happy birthday to you. It has been a challenging week, uh, especially on this phased return, because I conducted two funerals uh, during the week. Uh, on Tuesday of John Gray, uh, who stayed just around the corner from the manse here, and on Thursday of Rita Lane. So please continue to keep uh, their families and friends in your prayers, and also those of Jimmy Adams uh, of Glenboy, lived up in Ramon, He'll be buried tomorrow at New Monkland Cemetery. Now let's hear our reading and we've got Barbara Miller giving the reading today. Thank you. Today's reading is Psalm 1 at verse 1. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. 
Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. How do we live in times like these? It is uncharted territory. We know the situation that we're in. We have an idea of how we got here. But what next? When do we lift the lockdown? How do we lift the lockdown? Well, that's the big question, a question which many are grasping to provide an answer for. And all of us are longing for that answer. How do we live in times like these? When the vulnerable are dying and you yourself have never felt more vulnerable. When we queue to get into a shop and then keep our distance from each other. When we cover our faces yet we long for that human touch. How do we live in times like these? They are uncharted and difficult. And they are a season. One which shall pass. In the future we shall look back on these days and we'll share stories of the lockdown of 2020 and the time that we went through. Still it is a season that we are in and a season that we must live through. So how do we live in times like these? Whenever you recognise that uh, various times or a season, it leads us to Psalm 1, the psalm that Barbara read earlier for us. There in that psalm we have the image of a tree, one that is strong, stable and flourishing. A tree that whenever you look at it, you know that it has lived through many seasons. The world around it has changed so much. At times the tree itself looked dead but when spring comes and the ground begins to warm up those leaves bud and the tree displays its life once again and indeed isn't that one of the joys of this season this these times that we're living in at the minute it's given us more time to look out the window and to see our gardens or to get back into them and get our hands dirty and work the soil. I've watched our gardens spring into life. From daffodils in the early spring to roses that were cut back and now they're shooting forward. And the apple tree is in full blossom. It is a joy to look at something and that looks so bleak. Just a few months ago, now spring into life and change every day. And it is that image, one of stability and even flourishing through the changing seasons of life that we find in Psalm 1. And it is in this psalm that we'll get an answer to our question, how do we live? In times like these. Well if you want to be stable. And if you want to not simply survive. But even to flourish in these times. The answer that the psalm gives us. Is the light in God's words. Listen to the opening verses of the psalm once again. Where it says blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked 
or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his, on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Here we get the picture of a person who is delighting themselves in God's word. And that picture conjures up this image of a, a tree that is planted by a river. And the roots of that tree run deep and they drink of the life-giving water from that river. That water which is able to sustain that tree in times of drought. Those roots run out in all directions. Uh, clinging to the soil so that the uh, tree is able to stand in uh, the storms. This is an image uh, of stability uh, and flourishing. Uh, and this uh, is how we want to live in these times. So what is this person's secret? Uh, what is it uh, that they are doing? Well, they delight in God's word. Now what does that mean? Well God's law is his word. When the psalmist was writing he would have been considering the ten commandments but he would have been thinking of more than them as well. He would have been thinking of all that book of the law, the Torah that Moses had written and given to God's people. But more than that, as the psalmist writes, Psalm 1 that stands here as the gateway into this whole book of Psalms, I think he is saying that if you delight yourself in the content of this book, if you delight yourself in what is being said here, then that is the way that you will know stability and flourishing. Indeed, we could say that the whole uh, writings and prophecy, the whole of the Old Testament, uh, would have been on the, the, the mind of the psalmist. Nowadays, we can add to that the New Testament, uh, the 66 books of the Bible, uh, with that whole variety of genre, all that reveal God to us, uh, and that mirror in which we can see and understand ourselves better. That is what is being talked about in the sum of God's law. But of course, whenever we think of the law being the word, we must think about the word as well. God's Son, Jesus Christ, who came to us full of grace and truth. And we must delight in the fullness of this word in his word to read the bible to listen to it to fill your minds with it to ask it questions and turn it around in your head to chew the cud meditating upon it day and night savoring it and savoring jesus the one that this word leads you to and as you do that you'll find that it is one of these vicious circles that causes your delight to simply grow and grow and grow. So much so that you begin saying no to other things. That's why it says in verse 1 that 
Uh, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked. Uh, they uh, don't go along with their behaviour. They don't stand with sinners in principle. Uh, they don't join with them in watching on and enjoy their, their mocking. They've got a different attitude and view on life as well. And this comes uh, as we feed ourselves uh, on God's word. What opportunities we have in these days. Because we've got so much more time on our hands, don't we? And there's both opportunity and danger in that because we can use this time well to delight in God's law. But the danger is that we can whittle time away, walking in step with those who do not delight in God's law. So we must be wary of that danger and seek to use our time well to nourish ourselves in God's law, delight in what he says. So how do we live in these times? How can we flourish in these times? Well, we can do so by delighting in God's law. Now my time is nearly gone, but we must see that the flip side of this coin as well, because the psalm speaks of two ways to live. It speaks of two responses to God's word. There are those who delight in God's word and as they do so they know stability and flourishing. They are that stable tree that is pictured there for us. But there are also those who reject God's law and there is a different image given for them. They're like chaff that is blown away by the wind. People who will not be able to stand in the judgments. And let me just ask you on question. Which would you rather be? What would you like your life to be pictured like? Well, how are you responding to God's words? So how do we live in these days? The reality for most of us is, although life has changed, that when it comes to, to God's word, we're probably doing exactly the same as we did a year ago. We don't do change well. We get into habits and we stick with them. And the answer to how do I live in these days, like they say, or I want to live just as I've always lived. So let's change the question. How can I survive? How can I even flourish in these days? Well, you do that by delighting in God's word and by delighting in Jesus Christ, the one who is the word. We may not do change well, but COVID-19 is shaking our worlds and we are just having to get used to so much change. That's a bit of a wake up call too, isn't it? The saying to us, is it a time for me to change? For me to get more serious about God and his word. For me to delight in him. What is he saying to you in these days? Let us pray. Father, we do want to thank you. That as we delight in your word. That you feed us and nourish us. That you make us both stable and fruitful. And we pray that you would help us to find our joy in your word, 
and in your Son, Jesus Christ, through all the difficulty of these days, may we know and display the truth of this psalm. And we ask these our prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to continue in prayer now as Henry is going to, to lead us in our prayers of intercession. Let us come together in prayer this day, praying for ourselves and others. We thank you, Lord, for being a wonderful God, a creative God, a loving, compassionate God, a God who gives us so many wonderful gifts in our lives. And the greatest gift you give us, Lord, is the gift of prayer. You allow us to come to you at any time in our lives, and you're always listening for your children's voices. And we thank you for that great gift. Prayer is not a natural response for most of us, Lord. We tend to pray when we are in trouble. However, we know you listen to all voices and all concerns. We bring before you, Lord, the families and friends of those brothers and sisters in Christ who have passed away recently within the parishes of Gapkosh and Glenboig. We remember Jimmy Adams, John Gray and Rita Lane. And we keep the families and friends in our thoughts and prayers at this time. We remember Rebecca Lord, the cousin of Lorna Campbell, who's a nurse in here, who's just had a baby, has breast cancer, and been diagnosed with secondary cancer. If in all our weakness, Lord, we should bear such trials, make us know your strength is with us too. We pray for Dave and his family, Lord, the churches of Gapkosh and Glenboy, for all office bearers and all in the congregation and the parishes. Let us all see the love of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray for all those who are doing so much, Lord, during this worldwide pandemic. Doctors, nurses, for all in the NHS who are fighting coronavirus. And we remember the people who are working away and we often forget about. The carers, the postmen, the bin collectors, our small local shops. We pray for all those people in all walks of life who are helping with the fight. We pray for all who have lost family and friends to this virus, Lord. We ask for your love to be poured upon them. We hear so much in the present, Lord, of how only doctors, engineers, scientists can be trusted to solve our present problems. We rarely hear that we should be putting our trust and hope and faith in Almighty God. And it's true, Lord, that during a time of crisis in our life, many question our belief in you when their faith has been tested. Let Lord, yet, Lord, you have made it very clear to us in the life and teaching of Jesus that through the times of darkness, sorrow, doubts and fears, however painful they may be, they can be essential to growth in the process of our faith. If even after the problems we face in life, we have faith in you, Lord, to carry us through, we are a little bit nearer to knowing you, Lord, and if we get nearer to knowing you, Lord, we can hear you speaking to us, promising to love us and offering us a reason to live 
and a reason to die. And if we accept your Lord and your message of life, we have in that moment become a believer. And at that moment, Lord, we know there's a guiding hand in ours. We know there's a light that shows the way. And we can feel a deep sense of gratitude in our hearts that you walk this way with us. As we open our hearts to you in prayer today, Lord, help us to find you in prayer. If we don't find you in prayer, Lord, we'll not be able to retain a meaningful faith. And our faith in Jesus is our comfort. Give us confidence in your power to change our lives and the lives of those who seek you. We pray, Father, that when the circumstances of life separate us from the people we love the most, you will bless us with divine closeness. We pray, Lord, you'll help us with pain, the physical pain of the body, the emotional pain of the heart, the pain of our mind, and the spiritual pain of the soul. Be with us all, Lord, and show each one of us the love of God. Amen.
thanks again to Mark and to all who, those who've participated in this service and indeed who've participated in previous weeks. I think I forgot to thank John Heaps for the reading last week. As I prayed earlier, give us ears to hear your voice, eyes to see you in the world around us, hearts to love you and your people as much as you love us, both those whom we love and those whom we're called to love. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all this day, this week and always. Amen. Our blessing song is all praise and thanks to God.